drink milk? <laughs> Not straight from the udder. I don't. And actually, I don't. But have you drank milk at all your life? Yeah. You guys realize we're the only mammals that drink the milk of another mammal. Like, no one, nothing else in the animal kingdom does that. Welcome back to Earn Your Snacks, everyone. We're glad to have you here. We are officially recording episode six. Um, our time, it is March the 15th. This will be coming out first week in April, so I hope you're enjoying your April months. Uh, and this is this, this is going to hurt me more than it's going to more than it's going to hurt you. This is the first day after we sprang forward, and I'm I'm all out of it. Hate it. Yep, yeah, this is the good. stupidest crap. Whosoever I did this was was wrong. I thought we were going to stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, they, we're talking about that, right? Yeah. Like what happened? That was, to that? I think that was last week. I Who don't know. Who makes the rules to do that? So I think the vote was to stay on it. So I think that's what I we determined vote. last episode. I, Did I you vote? vote? Not. It was just the people we've elected. They voted. Um, we need to fire all of them. But they got six months to decide whether or not they want to pass this now because we're in it, right? So. Oh my! God. I'm this is trash. I would like to file a complaint. Yeah. Who do I talk to? What do I do? Yeah. How do we do that? Probably. I don't, like, I don't care where we land. Just make it stop. Just make it stop. Just make it right. stop. Yeah, I'm I like it when to, you gain more sleep, not uh, lose it. I'm supposed to introduce the both of you now. Oh, yep. I'm joined here by my two beautiful co-hosts, Patrick Webb and Caleb Dominguez. We're having a good time, everybody. Hope, uh, <laughs> oh, man, we're falling apart. It's a Monday. Mm. It's a spring Monday. Yeah. What you got for us, buddy? Uh, I got some shout-outs. Uh, shout them. Yeah. We're going to shout-out to Will Tucker. He uh, dropped an awesome question that we're going to address here in a little bit. I Also, so I... I know him, but I don't know him, know him. And he saw me at Three Tree and was like, what up? I like the podcast. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Do you feel famous? No, because no. I, was, I, I was at work. So I was like oh. in my uniform and like turned around. Really professional. I was like, who's who's he talking to? Will's a high school friend of uh, mine and Caleb's. I, I used to play a lot of music with Will. Um, he's a talented musician. He specializes in them beats. He be drumming. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to do a lot of acoustic sets. He would have a cajon. And I would bring my acoustic guitar, and we would do whatever the heck we wanted. Um, yeah, very, very talented young man. It was cool. Heck yeah! Make sure to follow us on all, all of our social media platforms at Earn Your Snacks. Yeah, they're all at Earn Your Snacks. So Every single last one of them. Do not forget it. You can't. I bet you won't. Also, if you have other questions for us, <laughs> you can uh, you can get get at us at uh, on our social media. <laughs> yeah, get get at us over there. <laughs> Um, Words are so <laughs> tough today. It's okay, buddy. You're, you're behind an hour. Woo. How about my alarm goes off at 3.30 this morning like it always does? Yeah. I forget. Like, it's technically 2.30. I'm like, why that am I so sucks. dead? My, my butt went back to bed. I didn't get to the gym until yeah. about 5.30 this morning. Mm. Oh, and there's right. the yawn for you. Yeah. I shouldn't even yawn to this microphone, but I can't help it. Let's get this ball rolling, everyone. Here we go. You know what time it is. Mm. That second to last little ding, ding, ding is my favorite. So that's our jingle for the snack of the week. And again, this snack is warm, so we want to do it as early as possible. Um, This uh, monstrosity is another sandwich, even though the last monstrosity sandwich that we did 
did not quite go delicious at all. It was um, the worst. It so was the worst. We send me that. No matter no matter what we do on this one, like it's got to be better. Yeah, I just I, it was fine until the fish was warmer than oh. all the other meat. <laughs> oh, nice That's yes, I'm, yeah. I'm done. Well, Pat, why don't you tell them about this one, buddy? So we've got here. Uh, this is like the Bigfoot of uh of of meat sandwiches, and I didn't know if I, our Arby's would have it. I take it you're a Bigfoot guy, huh? He's real. No, I mean I, I think he's real, but that's Sasquatch, bro. I don't know what you're Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. So uh I gotta This this is called the Meat Mountain. I'm sorry, the what? The Meat Mountain. What province is that in? USA. <laughs> Arby's. Land of the free. Yeah, from Arby's. Uh so pretty much what we're dealing with, this is the biggest sandwich that Arby's has ever sold. Ever. You, you got my attention? It's stacked with almost all the meats. Almost. There's not fish on this one, Caleb, so Thank we're good. God. It's got two chicken tenders, slices of roast beef, roast turkey, pit-smoked ham, mm. corned beef, mm. brisket, mm. Angus steak, and peppered bacon. Patrick, how many calories is, is that? Oh, my. That's at least fifteen hundred. And if that wasn't enough, we topped it with mozzarella sticks. That's the brainchild of Patrick. He said, "I'll take a Meat Mountain and some mozzie sticks." Go ahead. Yeah, when you order, you got to say, "I would like one ticket to Meat Mountain yeah, with, so a with a Diet Coke." So as you guys go forward throughout your weeks and your month, if you go order the Meat Mountain, I want a video of it. Stream yourself. Tag us in it on the gram or the Facebook. You got to see some pictures of it. I too. would like to see you. T- Conquer this meat mountain. But and further, if you've got uh, any challenges or other ideas for God, us, please hit we're us eating sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> we're eating the work. It's, it's awful. All right, pass me a, a skewer of this All meat right, mountain. Let's uh, abracadoo this. I'm gonna hit you with a napkin first because I'm a proper gentleman. <laughs> All right, I'll take. Th- is do we have to eat the napkin? Yeah. Once you're done. That, well, that makes sense. Honestly, I don't want to waste it. <clears throat> waste not, want not. Is that the saying? Mm. I'm gonna pop these off and just hand deliver these. You're gonna serve me? You are a gentleman. Oh my gosh! Oh, let me see. I will. I will take this one. That that is a good one. No. I don't. I don't know if I can appropriately um, handle that. This is. I mean, this actually looks pretty good. Well, let me take out this skewer. This is this is about to get real. Is that sauerkraut? Yeah, the corned beef, I believe, is what comes, comes with, with sauerkraut that. as well. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, here we. Let's do this. Three, seven, twelve, go. Um, I'm, of course, not prepared. Oh. I like that noise. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. Oh, this is far superior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is... Is it the, is it the roast beef? What's hitting right now? You taste that? <laughs> Dude, there's 12 oh, meats in this sandwich. Man. I don't know what's hitting you right now. Mm. It's moist. That's a good sandwich right there. This is coming out the bottom end. You see that? That's good. 
I don't want I would, to like Arby's, but I have to. That's good. I mean, I'd buy this. I forget Arby's exists, you know? Yeah, so let's... It's like uh, the last one on Fair Road, and we just forget about it. The last, the last Arby's ever? No. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a lot. Hmm. Mm. All right, guys. More, more or less than the McSurf and Turf. Do I like it more? No, price wise, more or less. So McSurf and Turf was fifteen bucks. This was probably eight with the mozzarella sticks. Fifteen with the mozzarella sticks. I'll say the mozzarella sticks are about four bucks. <laughs> I don't know how much they cost individually. But we did get a we got a sixer of mozzarella sticks instead of three. Oh, that's uh, honestly delicious. It's a little salty, I think, from the chicken tinger. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> that is a uh, that's a ten out of ten. You guys are gonna eat this last mozzarella stick? You go for it, buddy. Do work. I'm proud of you. Like, I'm very satisfied. No objection to your clean plate club today, huh? Nope. No fish on the sandwich either, so that's good. I thought about doing it. Like buying one to stick yeah. it on there? That's the only meat missing. Like that crossed my mind in the middle of this one. I wish I'd do that. Hmm. Guys, that was pretty good. I could... You know, I don't know if I could do the whole thing. And I, I normally eat a lot. I don't know if I could. Well, that is like 15 meats. Not with attitude. You're right. I should be more optimistic. I, I could. Mm. I could smash that. Yeah. I could smash that. You could smash that? Yeah. Well, I want to watch. All right. By myself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all want to see who can eat one the fastest? Yes. Patrick did. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Well, okay, so that is, yeah, that's a salty sandwich. It's just sitting here. It's the ham. It's it's all of it. Yeah, it's probably all of (laughs) it. It's our piece. I guarantee you there's like probably at least 2,000 grams of sodium in that. At least. So the chicken tender was nice, though, because you get, like, all these soggy meats, which are delicious. I mean, they're naturally just softer meats. And then toward the bottom of that sandwich. That crunch. That, that I think it was crunch. the smoked ham that really did me in. And then you topped it off with a mozzarella stick on the top. So the, that was, you had <laughs> crunch at the top and the bottom. That was oh, ingenious. Crunch. I'm very yeah. proud of you. <laughs> Patrick, how, how many calories did we find that out yet? Uh, it's hard. I'll figure it out. And we'll, we'll, we'll we'll, I'll, I'm going to Google it then since you don't care, yeah. obviously. We established Patrick's not the best at Googling things. What's this called? Meat Mountain? Yep. Yep. What's the nearest mountain to Meat Mountain? Uh, the Grandfather. <laughs> I don't know. Fish Mountain? Dude. Space Mountain. Um, yes. Omnivore Valley. Omnivore Valley. Omnivore Valley. That's not a mountain. <laughs> the Meat Mountain. It's the number one on print on Google. 1,275 calories. You suck at Google. That's really not <laughs> that, that bad. took him two seconds. Do you know why? It's because I clicked on the nutritional guide for Arby's. Oh. <laughs> it showed everything. That's not as bad as I expected. 1,200? Probably because they're lean meats. Yeah, not for sure. As, the, the only lean meat in there was deep fried, and it was chicken. Everything else is the fattiest part of the animal you can get. Turkey. Was there turkey on there? Yeah. Okay, that's lean too. 
Ham's not bad. Ham's right. Ham, is it bad? Ham's pretty fatty. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it so delicious. Brisket is very fatty, mm. and then corn beef is just a bare brisket. It's just a, a pickled brisket. <laughs> that's uh, that's what that is. You feeling okay over there, buddy? This is yeah. insane. Oh man, I'm very impressed though. You're impressed? Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be that good. I thought it was gonna be okay. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be fine. I think for the next one, we need to like make something. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Or we could like make the rounds at the fast food places. I got a great idea. Starts. What? Let's just like get a suggestion from our viewers. Sure. That would be a better idea if okay. they would just send us a suggestion for a snack, please. Yeah. Oh, Miss Stancil sent do. us one. She's like our biggest fan, I think. Oh, I'm, I'm going in on this. Do it. Yeah, eat the wanna, eat that last quarter. He's sure. thinking about it. I want to. Can you guys? Uh, what's that movie with the dogs? Something in Lady and the Tramp. Can you guys do that for me? Just kind of. There's no biscotti on here. I don't know why that's beeping. I hope not. This oh. is literally the sixth episode we've tried to record, and something tells me that means it's not recording very well. That beeping sound. Uh, it's too late now. We're already like seven minutes in. Yeah, that's, I'm just going to buy a camcorder. These action cameras were not meant to film podcasts, obviously. Not enough action. There's not enough action. That's probably that's probably right, buddy. So I don't know if you guys follow our, uh, our Facebook, but Patrick's mother does, and she's also a large fan of the show. She, of course, streamed in this morning because, you know, Monday, not only are we recording an episode, but it's normally our... Uh, Drop date? Our drop date um, for the next episode. So last night we just launched episode three. And Miss Jackie Webb, Patrick's mother, listened to it. And uh, she's disappointed in you, Patrick. Because I still stand by this. Well, you're fixing to stand off of it. Next question. Do you recall the conversation we had about Skittles, Caleb, in episode three? Yeah, I can't forget that. Yeah, (laughs) how how Patrick just, just is discriminant against... All flavors of Skittles. Who eats a Skittle at a time? To enjoy the flavors? Yeah. I do. Especially like when Skittles comes out with a new flavor bag. Like remember, because I was around when Wildberry came out for the very first time. Hashtag, what was that, 2000? I don't know. I'm a 90s kid. You just pour them in your hand. So actually, when I eat Skittles, I try to put all the same color in my hand. Huh, really? So if I, if I, you know, yeah. (laughs) Well, Patrick, um... I'm going to set up my phone to record this. I've, I've oh, got for us shoot. here a bag of Skittles. There are five flavors in this bag of original Skittles. And I'm, I'm, I want you to blindfold yourself. This is great. And uh, I'm going to set up this here to record this. And uh, I'm going to feed you Skittles like a romantic um, person would to a, a man of his liking. And I'm honestly running out of words here. I'm going to feed you Skittles, though, buddy. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. You hear all those? Dang it. I forgot the neutralizer cracker. <laughs> it's okay. He just had a salty sandwich. Shoot. I think this should be all right. Okay. Patrick, are you ready? I love how Caleb brought crackers one time and is just like known for that now. Yeah. All right. Ex- extend your hand. Okay. Pop that guy in your mouth. Oh, it's salty. Yeah, I want you to guess the flavor of whatever you just ate. Mm. 
Come on, don't even. He, he knows he's trying yeah, not to he, say he it. He knows. He, I know he knows. It's actually significantly. It's this isn't an easy task. This is, is that orange? Yes. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. <laughs> this flavor might not be as easy. I'm kind of trying on behind you just for a control group here. Good, buddy. Cherry. All right, let's see. Um, what would be your second guess? It is red. You're you're right on the color flavor. Strawberry. Yeah, it's strawberry. But I'll give you that one. Right. <laughs> Try that bad boy out. Oh, this one's easy. Yeah, <laughs> explodes in your mouth. Yeah, great. Grape. That's right. It's great. Lime. Come on. What? <laughs> Lime? That doesn't exist anymore, remember? That's what started the conversation in episode three. Lemon. <laughs> yeah. That's I think it. that's what you meant to say. That's what, all right. Extend your hand. You'll get this one on the aftertaste, I think. These are all so easy. <laughs> I don't know what that one is. Process of elimination, officer. Come on. <laughs> if you can't guess the flavor, guess the color and the flavor will come. Purple? You've already had you just great. did great. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Come on. All right, so you had what you thought was cherry, but it was strawberry. You had orange. You strawberry, had, orange. You had lemon because you guessed it lemon. as lime. You had grape. Grape. What's left, big dog? I know why he's not guessing this one. Because this is what sparked it off. Exactly. This is what told your mom that you, who, who you really are. It's not what you think, Patrick. The color is the same. The flavor is different. Would you like another one? Yeah. What did you just murder? <laughs> That's three of the same color. Just pop them in there for a for a more robust. Just yeah. I have no idea. I've never been so disappointed in my life. It's green apple. Oh, my God. Come on. How could you? Was that the last one? That's the last one, buddy. So. <laughs> That's a, wait, wait. Oh. 
<laughs> Doing it blindfolded is more difficult. Yeah. Substantially. <laughs> so you want me to give you green skittle and have you guys to play? <laughs> it does. It it doesn't enhance. I think the color for sure helps you indicate the flavor just in your brain. I was I was sitting there doing Roy G. Biv, try, like trying to figure <laughs> out trying to figure out which one I hadn't had. Well, explode in your mouth though. You've I mean, tasted the rainbow officially. But here's the thing: what about colorblind people? Like my boy Dan Pratt, he's colorblind. You know what? I'm gonna email Dan. That's a great idea. I'm gonna have him blindfold himself, although that's unnecessary because my, my my boy's colorblind. But I think he can see shades. Like um, I remember speaking to his wife one time, as Pam, and she said, "You all at the same time." That she went to like a museum or whatever, and she saw a photo of what colorblind people are supposedly see. And she says it's a bunch of tans and browns. He can tell shades apart, but obviously there's no color pigment, I guess would be the word. Yeah, he could probably put two and two together. Oh. So we're going to, I'm going to see if he'll do it for me. Send in a little video. Have you guys seen the meme of a, it looks like a red light cam picture and it's got three dogs in the car and it's like slam it or hit the gas. It's gray. Caleb, <laughs> 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 you okay, buddy? Did I get you, buddy? I, I got you, huh? That was hilarious. Well, I'm going to text your mother here in a minute. Let her know you've redeemed yourself. Actually, except for the green one. Which started it all. It, which is what started it, it all. What the green one ever do to you? Four out of five is not bad. Actually, yeah, it's it was bad. really three out of five because you got cherry instead of strawberry. You didn't. I mean, at least your fruit color. Was well, actually, no, and he didn't get the uh, he, the. So I just ate lemon. Most of them, one of each, except for red. That's what Skittles taste like. No, Skittles taste like strawberries, grapes, oranges, lemons. Used to be limes, but now green apple. Well, the green one was the worst one. Oh, you take that back, right? Green now. one was. Yeah, they should bring lime black. They should bring Lime back. I can't speak today. It's Monday. Well, there you have it, folks. That is our latest segment of Snack of the Week. And that was two snacks, but Patrick had to redeem himself, of which he failed. (laughs) But that brings us into our next segment. Okay, Caleb, you are. I'm, I'm letting you loose. Here yeah, we go. Loose. Tell us what we're d- d- doing. Like loose in the road. Survival tip of the week. Speaking about getting loose in the road, how to eat roadkill? Excuse me. Something to consider if you get hungry when you're quite literally out on the road. What? I guess if you're if you don't see any McDonald's or Arby's for that matter. If there's no meat mountain. <laughs> if you're in no side of no meat mountain. Yeah, I guess you got other uh, options. So Roadkill it is. An animal you hunt and kill doesn't t- taste much different from an animal somebody else killed with their truck. Facts. According to some insurance company, estimated about 1.2 million deer are hit by cars in the U.S. each year. I feel like half of those are in this county. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, one of those was me last year. So. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's a lot of fresh meat. Roadkill meat is free-range. Organic and free of hormones. 
Chemicals and preservatives. I'm sure it released a bunch wow. of hormones when it got hit by that car. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of, bunch of tests and cortisol uh, and all kinds of stress bodily hormones. Bodily fluids. If you find an animal that's been struck and killed, it's generally fit to eat. If it's been flattened, it's too mangled and probably not worth your trouble. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. If an animal's eyes are clouded over, it's no longer fresh, but it's still edible. Only just barely. Gotta just eat, barely. Got to eat quick. <sighs> Better be quick. So you got to keep it fresh. Of course, you want your roadkill to be as fresh as possible. If it's covered in maggots or flies, it's not freshly killed. And you wouldn't want it anyway with all those bugs involved. If the animal smells like it's rotting, it probably is. That's a good tip. <laughs> I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> Avoid the roadkill. Um, rigor mortis isn't a deal breaker. You know what that is? Actually, I don't. It's, uh, it's when the body starts to stiffen. Ugh. God, that's not a deal breaker? I would think if it's super hard, I'm, I'm done with it. But anyway, it sets in fast and doesn't <laughs> imply that the animal isn't fresh. All right, some other tips. The main concern when eating roadkill is rabies. This is pretty good. Uh, you're at greater risk when handling the animal before slaughter. Always use rubber gloves when handling, gutting, and skinning roadkill. Rabies is cooked out. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Did not. I didn't either. Jacob, how did you know that? Uh, I used to read a lot about rabies because of the office episode where Michael hits Meredith with his car and then he does the fun run for the cure for rabies that we've had a cure for for the last couple years. Like legit? Bro, yeah. Yeah? I wish I remembered the name of the fun run. I mean, it was like a paragraph long. Yeah. But ensure that you do it properly by boiling the meat before cooking it. This is especially important for small, notorious rabies carriers such as raccoons, skunks, and foxes. Bear meat is not very tasty, but bear fat can... Be rendered to making cooking grease. Yep. Huh. Well, there you have it. All right. So, there how you have it. hungry do you have to be before you eat roadkill? Not very. I mean, because, like, it's happened before. This deer gets hit, and then, you know, there are officers of all walks of life on my shift. And about three of them carry skinning knives in their car. And so long as the animal has already, you know, been pronounced deceased, uh, those those boys will go in there and get the back straps out like that. Boom. Easy peasy. Really? And then some of the city employees will come over and they'll haul it off for us and dispose of it properly if we, you know, give them some of the meat. It's happened before. Really? The, actually, that's, I want to say it's a federal regulation in Alaska. Um, and then the officers come out and do it themselves. There's an entire city crew because, I mean, you're dealing with moose at that point. Humongous animal. And they feed... Uh, the needy in Alaska. Yeah, I think you're actually right. Pretty interesting. It, I guess it sounds gross in theory, but I guess like what's really the difference? So when you think of roadkill, you think of something that's been there and flattened a couple times. I yeah. mean, these deer that I'm speaking of clearly know not hit by a car that. pretty fresh. Boom, like within minutes. Yeah, yeah. So my my buddy Mark, brother from another mother, has uh, one of his dogs got a squirrel. Okay, and, and Mark cooked it. <laughs> what he just. For the dog or for himself? No. <laughs> Mark said, you know what? That there looks good. He brined it and cooked it. All right. Just one squirrel? A squirrel. What did Jody eat? I, I can't remember when they had it. But I know that he brined it and cooked it because I have a picture of it. What do you season it with? 
Lowry's. <laughs> Lowry's probably. Jacob, yeah. Jacob, you've eaten squirrel before, right? Yeah. I mean, like, how do you? I've never eaten squirrel. We did squirrel it? and dumplings, so it was oh, we shit. we boiled it. And normally, people do boil squirrel just because of like the book said, those smaller animals that rabies. are more likely to get rabies. Um, but we boiled it and put it into like dumplings, squirrel and dumplings. Nicole and I almost had like a a falling out fight because she tried to boil the chicken. Oh. And I was like, you know what? Does she like dry mouth? No, like I was like, we were making uh, enchiladas. And she was like, yeah, we can just, uh, we'll boil it. And I was like, <laughs> kindly but firmly <laughs> asked her to leave. <laughs> yeah, like Hank killed himself. <laughs> so if you don't cook it proper, like you could legit get rabies. Yeah. But I mean, there's a cure, so what? Oh, uh, there is? Yeah. I'm not like Jacob. I, haven't, I don't know a lot about rabies. No, there is a cure. So like. Like is a shot? Like I'm, sure it, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's in it, yeah. I'm sure it's all gone. Yeah. If you catch it. Otherwise, it might kill you. Then what, you just go crazy? Like, like what does a human do on rabies? Uh, does it? I, I don't know why, but I want to say it cooks your brain. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like it you is. You know, I, I honestly don't know either. It's, uh, all right, guys. Let's see. So I'll tell attempt another Google. You do that while I tell a, a roadkill story. That wasn't really roadkill. So there I was, a young whippersnapper working at the Georgia Southern University Police Department, working on night shifts with my brother from another mother at the time, Sergeant Chris Dial. He was also one of my field trainers. We got along pretty good. And we get this frantic call from 911, a, 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 a nighttime custodian, was cleaning uh, the... I can't remember the name of the hall right now, but it's, it's it's in between the museum over there and then also where you go to sign up for your classes and stuff. It was, uh, goodness, that's going to drive me nuts. But anyway, it's a big glass building, a bunch of glass doors. It's actually a pathway in between two buildings, so it's designed to look pretty, you know, a bunch of glass overhead, all around you kind of stuff. And this lady's freaking out, and, like, all 911 can make out is there's blood everywhere. Oh. So we're like, holy crap. And, I mean, it's the middle of the night. I'm working for a university. We are dying for something to do. So we're going, and this is off of Sweetheart Circle, so we're driving an appropriate amount of speed <laughs> uh, to to her. And then she's out there meeting us out, out, front, of, uh, out front of the hall there. She's like, it's in there, it's in there. I'm like, what do you mean it's in there? A deer, oh. a baby buck. I mean, it, its horns were probably four inches long. Had ran through the window and slid its throat on the glass and was just in there just <laughs> doing some circles as it passed away. Yeah. And this poor lady, she was like in her 40s, I think, was freaking out. The deer had slid its throat and like broke its own neck and it was just bleeding everywhere and it was DRT. As soon as we got there, it was dead. So um, I think it was Brandon Costello. Uh, who might have been my corporal at the time, I can't remember, and I know Chris was my sergeant, loaded him up and called one of our lieutenants and said, hey, we need to go clean this deer. And our lieutenant was off. He's like, all right, bring it to the house. <laughs> and um, so as soon as we clocked out, um, you know, just a couple hours later, they just go and skin it, and then Chris cooks deer chili for us the next week. That's, that's uh, awesome. That's, you know, I mean... Good old South Georgia Goodness for gracious. All right, so so rabies, it attacks the central nervous system. And it can cause a range of debilitating symptoms. The Rosenwald building. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the one. The Rosenwald building. Causes a range of debilitating sy- symptoms, including states of anxiety and confusion, partial paralysis, agitation, hallucin- hallucinations, and in its final phases, straight from the office, 
hydrophobia or a fear of water. Fear of water. And then you die. I don't need water. Rabies causes a fear of water. Michael, that's irrational. Wait a minute, then you die? Yep. How does it, like... (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm terrified of water. That's it. Yeah. But you know, at that point, you probably don't know you have rabies, so I'm sure there's a lot going on. So at what point can it be reversed? I think it's like preventative... like. Preventative maintenance? A, yeah, I, I, don't you get, to, I think you get a vaccine. So if you already got Do you get a vaccine when you're a kid? Like, Because I know there's some stuff they just shoot stuff with. I don't know. I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh. You're, you're, you're having a fresh kid right now. So, I mean, mm-hmm. what? He's got chicken pox vaccine. He's got a bunch of crap. Yeah. Has he got, has he's not got the rabies vaccine? Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't know. So your kid's vulnerable to rabies. Stay, I might be. I, I don't I know. I feel like I need to know now. Legend has it to find out if the animal has rabies, they have to dispatch it and like check its bone marrow or some crap like that. That's the word on the street. Yeah, that's a little scary. So, have you guys ever eaten roadkill? I, I cannot remember if I ate the squirrel. I mean, it wasn't killed by a car, but I can't remember if I tried the squirrel that Mark I made. I would definitely eat a squirrel. I don't think I have. Hmm. Well. About the only roadkill you can eat around here is going to be deer. Everything else is too small. Bobcat, squished. Fox, squished. Rabbit, squished. Bird, squished. What if you are about to hit a squirrel and it jumps and then you hit him with a grill? (laughs) (laughs) It might get stuck in it. So one of my officers at GSUPD one time, we drove our personal cars over there because we uh, rotated patrol cars. He shows up and there's something sticking out of his grill. I go over there and pull it out. It's a dead fox. (laughs) Oh, wow. Dude, he didn't even know he hit it. I had a buddy in in middle school. His his mom had a a hawk in her grill. Oh. Wow. DRT? That's probably illegal. It became, I mean, it was a roadkill. Act of God. Yeah. Yeah, you know how people are about the birds. What they should be, they're very lovely animals. Shouldn't kill those kind of birds. But yeah. you can like go to like prison and stuff. That was a, a nice attempt. At, uh, <laughs> Dang it, man! Yeah. Well, seriousness. But yeah, I mean, have you seen what happens if you kill like those kind of birds? Like you go down, down. All right, so that's going to lead us into our next question, and this is actually the question provided to us by my dear friend, Mister Will Tucker. And I can't remember the exact language he used, but basically, dead or alive, what would be your dream concert? Give me somebody opening and then somebody headlining. So that's two artists and or bands, whatever. Dead or alive, doesn't matter. What's your dream concert? This is really difficult. You know what? I'll go, I got for sure Celine Dion is going to be the main event. <laughs> is she opening or headlining? The main event. Headli- is that headline? Yeah, headline. Yeah, headline. 100%. So Celine Dion's going to headline for you? Yeah. Is she, especially if it's Christmas time, dude? And, you know, I may say the Icarus account might be her opener. Who would? The Icarus account. The Icarus account. It's just one of my, like, favorite bands. Opening for Celine Dion? I'd go to that concert. I mean, the the, the Icky account? Icarus. The Icarus. <laughs> oh. What's the that? The Icarus account. So way back when, uh, when we were in this youth group. Like middle school, probably. These guys came and played at our church. And, uh, you know, they're Christ followers themselves, but they write their own uh, secular music. Or about Icarus the Owl? The, no. The Icarus oh, I account. see. So uh, they came and played a couple church songs for us or whatnot, and then uh, some of their own songs, and we could buy their CDs and stuff. Are you playing them right now? No. <laughs> okay. I just Googled, uh, I got them on Spotify. Yeah? What's that face for? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, the man buns. <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're both married, and I mean to each. No, to each other to, to women. Oh, like they've they sing about girls in like every song. Yeah, but they they've are. just probably always been like just one of my favorite bands. I would always listen to them, still to this day. And Celine Dion, I mean, the Titanic song just hits different. What's um, your favorite song by the Icky account? Uh, oh one. man. <clears throat> um. Anchors away. Wasn't that played at your graduation thing that you did? Pride. Uh, it was Pride. That Her favorite girl. One, that's yeah, one. Favorite girl's great. Angel of Angel of Mine's really freaking good. Um, um, they're they're popular. Oh yeah, they're pretty popular, man. I've never heard of them. You should listen to them. Now, I mean, it's it's a different style for sure. Yeah, she walks. That's a good. She one. walks away. Dude, they do a cover of "Burn" by no, Usher. No, no, no. The one by um. Goo Goo Dolls. What was that cover? Uh, Iris. Yeah. Yes. yes. They do that Incredible. one. Incredible. It's pretty good. Uh, there was, Marry um, Me is so good. I can go on about this. What famous group, a famous group that's led by a female, like a lead vocalist is a female, she walked down the aisle to their song Favorite Girl. I want to say it was maybe Lady A or Sugarland, something like that. One of like their it, songs? Yeah. Walked down the aisle to Favorite Girl. It's such a good song. Yeah, it was one of those. Back in the day, you and I could play like all that stuff on guitar. I could probably figure it out if I sat down and played with it real quick. Some of it was in different tuning, like dad gad tuning over there and stuff like that. But let me see. My uh, dream concert. I don't know. I I want to... My dad always told me stories about going to a Kiss concert. And I think most, if not all of them, are still alive. But, you know, like generationally, like I want to be when they're hot. You know, I want to go... Yeah. Uh, during their during their time, and see that big tongue. That yeah, that's exactly what I want to go for. No, nah, I mean I want to see Gene Simmons play his bass guitar with his tongue, and then watch blood drip down his axe. That's what I want. And then that sounded weird. Uh, yep. And then someone <laughs> of my generation, probably Three Doors Down. Three Doors Down's always been like one of my favorite bands. Uh, again, growing up, with my dad loving rock music. They sang Kryptonite in that song, yeah. saying about Superman. That's I was like, Dad, one. play that Superman song because I, I swore I was going to be Superman when I grew up. So I haven't figured that crap out yet. But so that's that's probably the two I would say. That's good. What? Patricia. Patricia. You had all this time to think. I know it's tough. So the opening is going to be Taylor Swift. Oh. Here's the question: country Country Swift or current Swift? All of them. I miss my country Swift. Yeah, that was she was way better country. Mm-hmm. Both both the Swifts will, Swifts will be there, <laughs> and then uh, I I saw Death Cab live and it like blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Death Cab for Cutie. Nope. Nope. Haven't no heard idea. of them. Pretty good. Have you? Do you? You know. I, what I'm honestly, about? I think I listened to them because you posted something on your Facebook about it one time. They uh. Ben Gibbard is an amazing musician, and there was like one song he like legitimately like went around and played every instrument on it, and it just was like just blew my mind. He was bilingual, yeah, bilingual on all instruments. On all the <laughs> instruments, I would love to see them again. I think those those would be my top two. Mm. Yeah, man, that opens into a whole other can of worms. Just music. Dude, we I used to play it. a bunch of music. It's not a phase. And then I, then I grew up and I stopped playing music because uh, 
Well, now I'm a working stiff. So the the two most uh, played playlists that I have is 2000s emo and 2000s southern rap. <laughs> southern rap? Are you one of those guys? With, I hated those guys driving what? around with squatted trucks, lights everywhere, listening to some country boy try to rap to, to something. No, no. So it's like it's like Ludacris and like okay, yeah, Paul Wall, yeah, Mike okay. Jones. The good ones. You ever listen to, like, Flocka and Gucci? I don't really like Flocka. That's unbelievable. You know, I hate listening to hip-hop, but I, let me... But you love Flocka. I love hip-hop. Like, I, I love music that flows good, makes you feel good. I, I, I respect, you know, the computer musicians who can actually compose by looking at a screen that's, you know, it's not playing an instrument, but that's something completely different. still requires it's a talent. talent. Yeah. yeah, it still requires talent. But I can't stand the fact that... <clears throat> Most modern day rap stations, like on a mix, like a Spotify or Amazon mix like that, I can't get away from the N bomb. It's in every freaking song, and like you know what I do for a living. I can't ride around listening to that in my my patrol car, which is where I listen to ninety percent. That's of my why music. I can't listen to Flocka then. Well, yeah, I, I as Jacob Henley can't roll around with that word coming out every two seconds. So what? What would you say is your most listened to? A two-part question. Do you have Spotify or Apple Music? I do or, Amazon Music. Amazon? Yeah. What What would you say is your most listened to? Uh, my Likes, or uh, no, the My Station, which is a mix of everything uh, I've thumbsed up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I listen to that most of all. Um, but, I mean, I have to s- skip some songs for the reasons we just spoke about. And anything with, you know, just profound profanity in it, I yeah. only skip while I'm at work anyway. Because it doesn't sound professional coming from out of my windows, and then much less my body camera is going to record the inside of my car when I'm on a traffic stop. So there's wait, <coughs> I want to say just say this. You guys have probably heard of NF, yes, no, yeah, yeah. I would say I recently discovered him like probably last year. He's all right. Probably He's like obsessed. The, <laughs> probably the best, just cleanest rapper though. Like I think it hits the hardest for just like clean lyrics. Don't worry about cussing. Uh, I think he's a Christian too, but he La- raps about like anything. You know? Lecrae is my favorite, I guess, clean rapper. He yeah. He's a uh, proclaimed Christian rapper. Like, his stuff is, isn't is just clean secular music. He, he's a, a Christian rapper. So yeah. You were talking about uh, music in the patrol car, and there was a time uh, a guy, he no longer works with us, but he was in state court on a, on a case, and it was at one of the clubs, I can't remember, but like a huge fight broke out, and uh, he went. And it was this was back in the era of Crown Vicks. Mm. So he pulls up, runs out of the car. His car was blaring. I think I'll go to Boston by mm. Augustana. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Every time it comes on, I can only think of Thomas McKeithen. Oh, poor Thomas. <laughs> oh, I bet he listens, man. I need to tell him to tune into six. You know, I got a question for you guys then. Like, if you're just chilling, like out and doing paperwork, whatever, like, let's just say there's like a killer call coming on. Do you guys just like put on a sick tune and just floor it or what? No. No. I, I mean, I'll be honest. If my, if my music's going, yeah. I mean, I'll keep it on until I get up? to the call. I don't know if I'll turn it up. I no, mean, you, Headspace is the name of the game of that. And if it's a good song, get yeah. you in a Headspace. I shouldn't sure, know if like you just put something on with a sick beat and just get in the zone. Oh, I cut it because I got to hear the radio. Yeah. You got well, 16 people trying to talk on the radio at once. And in my position, I'm normally the one supposed yeah. to be telling people where to go. And uh, <laughs> Flock is casually playing in the background. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
But I mean, like, I'll keep I it think on. Think of Dakota Boston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't actually know that song. Oh, uh, listen to it when you leave here. Thank me later. You've heard it like a hundred times, I'm sure. sure. Think I'll go to Boston. It's doing everything in my power right now not to just break out in the course. Do it. I can't. No, I, I think we'll can actually we, have to pay for the song. Can we play on the phone or no? No, we'll have Like, to I have no idea about the song. I think we'll have to pay for it. Like, oh, serious? Yeah. Uh, if we ever get famous enough here. So, that's uh, talking about music. And I said, you know, when we grew up, we stopped playing music. Which kind of leads us into our, our next segment here. Becoming an adult. What is something you guys learned or hated to learn, or just cannot stand, whatever, about being an adult that you did not expect uh, growing up when you were fantasizing about your adult life? You, like, you got to have a budget. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) you can't just keep spending money. Well, no, it's not even that, but, like, so I can remember when I I first bought my house, and there was, like, three cops living in there. And, like, no one knew when anything was due. Oh, man. When the trash bill was due, when the electric was due, when when the internet was due. Like, it was, you just guessed. <laughs> and if you hey, got you it the lights won't come if on. you got it wrong, if you got <laughs> Did it Did you forget about the light bill? <laughs> if you got it wrong, then you got an ugly reminder in the mail. But, it, never. No. I was like, oh. So, what bill did you think was just completely unreasonable when you became an adult. When oh, you're a kid, yeah. you think like nothing of it and you're adult and you're like, wow, that's that much. The electricity bill. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because like air conditioners is what jacks um, that crap yeah. up, man. So we, Nicole and I like go back and forth, but like we rarely use the heat. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah, I mean, really. he's not necessary. You ever heard of a blanket or sweatpants? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like more clothes. Like, mm, yeah. You can only get so naked. I say that all the time, man. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I hate the heat. You can put on all the clothes you want, but you start breaking laws after your drawers, you know? So for me, I think, uh, so it was, I don't know if I would call it a lesson learned, but an observation I made, like, was grocery shopping. Food is expensive. And I can remember the first time we went grocery shopping. Like, I bought Hot Pockets, Toaster Strudels, Eggos. Just like all the stuff you want as a kid, yeah. and your mom's always like, no, we can, you know, make a sandwich. We've got stuff. it at the house. Yeah. And then the house is just bread and jelly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's because all that crap adds up, dude. Yeah. It was redunculous, man. Yeah. I've, I've got to take a second to piggyback on that for a second. So normally we meal prep, super yeah. cheap, super effective. Yeah. Last week we didn't have time. I couldn't do it. And um, I hit up Three Tree, and they have the, the So Yummy Fit Bowls. I saw Do they really? Super they actually good. Look pretty good. It was super good. But I went from like spending like oh man, like two bucks a meal, and they were like eight bucks. And like at the end of the week, I was like, oh my god, where did that money go? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. My meals when I when I meal prep, they equate to about three fifty a meal, and that's eating like eight meals a day though. My grocery bills closing in on like two hundred bucks a week. Is it just still chicken and rice? Chicken, rice, sweet potatoes, beef. I mean, most of my stuff's organic, grass-fed kind of stuff. I feel great, though. What What? Uh, what was, like, the biggest letdown of huh. becoming an adult? Hmm. Growing up faster. Well, like, you think you want to be there. Because, like, when you're a kid, I feel like when you're a kid, I don't know about you guys, but, like, 0 to 18, or maybe even 21 felt like an eternity. Yeah. And then once, like, I turned... 21 or 22, it's like, bam, 
I just like, oh my gosh, I'm like 26. You know, and all of a sudden, you're, dude, you're 26 in a few days. Well, yeah, like next week, bro. It's March, like already, like yeah, yeah. So you'll be 26 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. Two six. Yeah, I would say. Uh, what was your question? What disappointed me? Yeah, what like was what was the biggest letdown? Not disappointment, but like. Hmm. I I would probably just say. I mean, yeah, expenses. I mean, you're prepared for everything else. Now, so me and Mary went from living with mom and dad to living with each other. Mm-hmm. Boom, overnight. We never had roommates, never moved out, never did anything. It's like all of a sudden you're a kid living at home, and now you're a husband. Now you're a wife. That was sh- uh, shaking. I mean, like it was just overnight, boom, here's this human. Make it work. Make it work, <laughs> yeah. So that was a... Uh, I won't say like a rude awakening. That was just a abrupt um, real realization. Goodness, I can't say that word. Realize it. Really, is it? Help me. <laughs> realization. <laughs> oh boy, realization. Keep me around for something. Kalab, what about you, buddy? Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's probably just growing up faster. I don't really know. Well, that's um, right. That's what you said in it. It does seem like so. It goes like really, really slow, and then now it just like won't stop. Like, I remember. I think when we were like eighteen. I think. 17 to 19, and that year 18 in the middle of that lasted an eternity. And I look back and I was like, how does time fly by so fast now? Something else, like, so, like, going to things are expensive. It's like when, when you're a kid, like, you know, you have your, your job or whatnot, you might bum some money from your folks to go bowling or do laser tag or something like that. But now that you're, you're married and, 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 or, like, with somebody living on your own, adulting, I should say, like, and you're paying for all this yourself, dude, bowling's expensive. Laser tag, super expensive. <laughs> and then our place here in town has bowling, laser tag, and go-karts in the same building. And now, putt-putt. How am I supposed to walk away with money? You don't. No. You don't. I walk away with thousands of tickets, though. Yeah. yeah. You can all say this. I realize how expensive kid food is. Like, if we go to a restaurant to get food for Samson, I'm thinking it's like two little things of chicken. It's like four bucks. The kids his age ain't free. And I'm just, I mean, you would think. You have not been to Fazoli's. Actually, we have. <laughs> really? I love Fazoli's. I haven't oh tried God. it yet. Well, I knew you were going to like it. I hate Fazoli's. I do. You I hate Fazoli's it? is the worst. I'm probably going to hate it. It then. rocks your crap, though. Oh, Fazoli's you is You mean like, like your stomach? Yeah. Oh, it's, so literally your crap. Yeah, <laughs> That's does. disgusting, bro. It's so good. <laughs> Fazoli's is like Olive Garden's white trash brother. <laughs> White trash brother. It is the worst. It's the worst. uncle you don't introduce your girlfriend to at the reunion. Yeah. Like, don't go talk to Uncle Earl don't, over don't there. Don't go He's talk weird. to Uncle Fazoli's. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like Fazoli's? It's the worst. Why? It's the Little Caesars of pizza. But you haven't eaten it, though. Their head chef is a microwave. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the gas, it's great. I like it. We're going to do it. It's the worst. Yeah. Their Parmesan sauce is just incredible. <laughs> it's just to die for. That's that's the next one we're doing is some some snack from, from Fazoli's. Oh, oh no, their breadsticks and oh, garlic man. sticks, man. Somebody please give us a better suggestion. On that. Their breadsticks are wet. Yeah, just soaked in butter. That, that oh. makes me want to gag. Did I can sit down and eat like all the peanut butter in the world and like and olive, too, olive oil? I can throw olive oil all in my so rice and be fine. But something about just grease off of like dripping off of a pizza or dripping off of some French fries will kill me. I'll just feel like vomit for the rest of the day. Nicole and I split an order, and we went because we wanted to have a bad time. Oh, like I, wow. I was like Nicole, 
come see how nasty this is. And she obliged and we went and it was the worst. You're sick. It was the worst. Do we still need to do the three guys? Yeah. Uh, we gotta we gotta hit a date for that. Three guys, one star. Three guys and one star. If you have any horrible restaurants for us to try, yeah, drop anybody, it in the comments. Yeah. So the, the idea behind that is find some of the worst restaurants online, you know, one star reviews or whatever, and we go push the button. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I hope you think so because you're coming too. I think yeah. like they gotta be the health score's gotta be decent though. Screw it, buddy. That's not that's not the game. They've got a cure for rabies. What are you worried about? You just get it out of your system. It takes yeah. one night. Food poisoning only lasts like 24 hours. Well, I had food poisoning, you know, a few months ago. 24 hours. Do not want to relive that again. Did you lose some weight? I don't know. I was, well, okay, go there you that, go, but. All right. So, uh, what are some, um, what are some things you're reading right now, Pweb? Um, I think this was your suggestion, but, uh, how to win friends and influence you people. You're reading it? Dale Carnegie. Yeah. No way. Dude, that's, what page are you on? Uh, I got a, a little Kindle book, so I don't know. I'm like 30% done. Yeah, it's Kindles. Um, but it's good. Yeah, what have you learned? Uh, so not that far into it, but first of all, I didn't realize that it was published in 1936. And so that's a miraculous thing, man. Several <laughs> revisions. So I was reading it, and I was like, this is about to be dumb. Oh! It was published in 1936. How am I supposed to know? Bro, each and every one of those tactics you can still apply today. Because so, it's just about being nice to humans. And then, it, like, so you buy it in the little Kindle book store, but it had, like, almost five stars on 36,000 reviews. Yeah, yeah so since nineteen thirty. Who's going to talk crap about that book? It's like really say, good. This guy was a doo-doo head. <laughs> yeah. The, the Carnegie family literally paved America. I mean, that's... They changed the whole, like... The blue collar industry landscape. Is well, so they they it started like with the, the steel industry. Yeah, they're the ones who. So Andrew Carnegie was the first American employee, like not a CEO, like an actual just employee to have a salary of over a million dollars. Not an owner, not a CEO, just a. a I'm sure he's a high ranking employee. Yeah, but but no, not a president or whatever. He was the first one to ever have a salary. Of Don't they dollars. say if you would have if you do math and put today's do- dollars with those dollars, I think he would still be the world's richest man that's ever lived. Oh, probably. Like that. So he Not left the American Steel Company and started the Bethlehem Steel Company. Um, so he left the most successful steel company during the American, uh, what do we call it, the American Revolution when we started building skyscrapers and crap? The uh, uh, Industrial Revolution. Yeah. Thank mm. you. The American Revolution was history. Class. <laughs> that was, uh, that the was Industrial Tom Revolution. Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, and then so he left there Mel and started Gibson Bethlehem company. Steel Company, which then became the number one steel company. He just he knew what he was doing. And he's famous for saying, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I have surrounded myself by people who do. That's like the biggest thing. Yeah. So you just have to be good at managing and being nice to humans. Like you, Well, I, I, I like truly believe in surrounding yourself with better people. Yeah. If you're the best one in your group, you need to get a new you're group. You're in the wrong group. You're in the wrong group. They say if you're the smartest one in the group, you're in the wrong group. But so, like, I, I didn't know really what to expect with it or, like, what it was going to be about. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, like don't criticize. Yeah. Smile. You feel stupid for, like, reading this. But like, okay, yeah, be nice, be nice, be nice. But, yeah, I swear, apply some of that crap. Give appreciation. When mm-hmm. I was reading, I was like, this is, this is great. What it be uh, hearty in your ambitions and lavish in your praise. Yep. That's what he said. And he quotes John Dewey in there, one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's like, the deepest desire in all of human nature is the desire to feel important. Mm-hmm. And as a supervisor and a team leader, like I'm thinking, like if I can just make my men feel important, 
they would follow me to the gates of hell. And I mean, that has proven to be t- like true Spartans. time again. Or, or like operators, but yeah. I mean, straight, straight up. They were going to battle and just die together. That was their glory. Yeah. yeah so he, <clears throat> he talks a lot about Abraham Lincoln, too. So I want to read a few of his books. He talks a lot about John Dewey, Abe Lincoln, William James. Um, yeah, if you, so if you haven't read uh, How to Win Friends, you need to check it out. It's a good one. It's really good. Um, but so yeah, he talks about managing people in that book. So I guess I'll go next for the for the book talk here. I'm currently reading this book. It's called Conquer Anything: A Green Beret's Guide to Building Your A Team mm. by Greg Stubbe. So I just went to some training put on by the GBI office in Jekyll Island. Spent a few days on a beach training with some pretty cool dudes. And this guy was a guest speaker, and he said I wrote a book, so I bought it right there. Oh really? Yeah. Oh that's dope. Um, he was a Green Beret, obviously, um, and he was injured. And I can't remember the mission's name, but it was um, he was he was fighting some Taliban, and he had a one pound piece of shrapnel the size of a baseball go through his hip and abdomen and lodge in the other side. Took out a bunch of intestines and stuff like that. There's a photo of him in this book. I'll show I'll you when you're done. Like alive. Dude, he didn't lose anything. Like his privates are fine, his legs are fine. I mean, it went right through him, right down there, and he's. He's good. Now, I mean, he, he was hurt, had to go through recovery for oh years. He God. was third-degree burns all over him and uh, stuff like that. But uh, he's, he's doing just fine now. And he goes into talking about how, like, you know, he's a tough guy. Green Beret was taking care of himself the whole time and, or, uh, you know, before this happened or whatever to, to now needing a nurse to wipe his butt kind of stuff. I mean, that, and that's a lot, of, a lot for a man like him to go through. That's yeah, I'm sure. It's, uh, it's a pretty good book so far. I got the audio book too, so I can listen to it at the gym. And he reads his own audio book, which I appreciate. Cause That's what Greg Cardone does, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, they put a little more passion into it because it's their personal, heck yeah, life's work or whatnot. It's a pretty good book. Easy so he read. Spoke, too. He spoke there. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I can't find this picture for you. But I mean, dude, there's, there's like a five inch hole in the side of his leg. It's the bottom one right there. It's black and white, so you need to pull it close. Yeah, dude, that went all the way through him and just kind of lodged in the other side there. Shoot. One of his legs was so uh, badly fractured and, and ripped to pieces that it was on, it was hanging on by a thread, and the doctors freaking saved it. And the Walter Reed, uh, whatever. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, I think he might have went to... I know a lot of burn victims normally go to Germany first, but I think he ended up coming straight to Walter Reed after they got him stable. Yeah, I have no idea. But yeah, it's called Conquer Anything. It's a really good book by you Greg Stubbe. S-T-U-B-E. So far, I would recommend it. I'm only three chapters in. But, um, you're going to let me borrow that when you're done. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. I'm excited. Caleb, what are you reading? So again, the same boring answer is the stock market, cryptos. It's like literally probably 90% of what I do on my phone every day is just looking it up, talking to people about it. I joined a, a group called the Dark Horse Coin. Oh, boy. <laughs> that sounds illegal. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just, it's unbelievable how time-consuming it is just learning about. What have you learned? This stuff. Not a lot. Um, so, like, what, what well, are you that's doing? Good well, the, the basics would be, you know, first and foremost, if you invest, you know, you never want to invest anything that you w- would not be good if you lost. Not willing to lose. Exactly. Like, if it's grocery money or invest in crypto, buy your groceries, you know? Um, Invest your groceries in crypto. Yeah, exactly. I'd like three broccolis of Bitcoin. <laughs> Maybe some expensive broccoli. But anyway, you know, 
uh, buy on the dips, you know, sell on the highs. A lot of people do the opposite, you know. Um, but it's just taking your time researching, no matter what niche it is in the, in the market, whether what kind of companies they are or crypto, just, you know, doing your due diligence, figuring out their potential, their history. and What's like the most profound thing that you've figured out or learned about it? Not to get emotionally attached or involved, which sounds extremely easy, but um, well, when it's money, I think anybody when the, can get when emotional. especially with crypto, the market will be all over the place. Sometimes you can become you can you know, if if you're just not emotionally like stable or ready, like you can make a lot of bad mistakes and lose a lot of money, mm-hmm. a lot of money. What I like about crypto though is it doesn't shut down. Like the stock market closes it's at the end of the cool. day, and then on the weekends, and it always mm-hmm. seems to be the, the best on like Saturdays. Yeah, everything it, turns off. Everybody Friday else needs evening, something to do. Yeah, and then everything else just starts shooting through everybody the roof. And then on Monday, guess what? It, it always drops. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, oh my god, it's fun. So you got any books? You just read articles and stuff. Um, so I got like a bunch of different apps, and um. I got a book called The Stock Market for Dummies, if you want to borrow it. It's so not that great. I read Pretty this book dry. one time called The Intelligent <laughs> Investor. I think, did we talk about that on here? Uh, you mentioned it. And it was the most difficult books I've ever read in my life. Um, and the other thing that's very interesting with a lot of these stock books is, you know, you got to buy like really recent ones if you do, because it's changed so much. So much, yeah. No more so Jordan Warren Buffett's talked about like, you know, however many years ago, re- things have changed, so it's... Not applicable. I mean, Warren Buffett made a lot of money from investing, like billions from investing in some Chinese energy company, which is fine and all. But I mean, you couldn't do that under the Trump administration. Yeah, you couldn't do that now. So it's right? really funny you say that. Is um, there is it's kind of a similar situation I hopped into today because Biden is supposedly opening back up trade deal with China, and if they do, this company is supposed to shoot through the roof. Through the roof. Seriously, it was up actually like fifty percent today. Mm. Yeah. What's what's the company? Um, I'll let us say. Uh, I don't, I don't know. think it matters. I mean, yeah. you're not giving, let's be clear. You're not giving stock. Like, I don't know if there was a thing with like that company or I don't, no, I don't no, know. No. It, like, you're, oh it's free trade. Yes, that's true. Let me pull it up for you. But Caleb, you are a 26 year old dude who does a podcast on his free time. You're not giving them any sort of investing. Okay. Advice, CEO. Uh, I, I can't just need you to say yes. 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 It's called what now? The, the tag is LKCO. LK. So basically, they were their stocks were up to like $55. What are you using to invest in your foreign stocks? Um, well, that's you can just get on Robinhood. You can still get your foreign stocks off of Robinhood? That one you can. That one. Yeah. And anyways, Trump like stopped this stuff with China. So their stocks went from like $55 to like pennies. Okay. Jordan Belford stacked penny stocks, bro. And him. then now it's back up to like, I bought it at 149 And they're saying you can go back to like 140 150 Oh, excuse me. I bought at one forty nine. They're saying you can go to forty or fifty dollars a share again. So think about like how insane that is. That's insane. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think we did it, boys. I think that sums up a podcast again. I feel good about this. I do too. How good do you feel? Dude, that's a lot better than when tired. we started, though. Dude, I am drained right now. I drank this entire rain over here. That sandwich is just taking it out of me. <laughs> I'm a tired boy. This is sodium. Probably. Is that a thing? Does sodium make you tired? Nah, it's the... The turkey in there, right? That's probably right. It's probably the What's turkeys. the thing in turkey called that does it? I can't remember. I know there's actually a, a, a chemical in there that does it. Is it D? Nope. Or T? Nope. Keep going. You'll guess it eventually. A? B? 
See, this is Patrick Suss Google the podcast. Yeah, no, I'm trying to buy some time. So there's yeah, no awkward silence. Trito, Trito fin, Trito fin. It is a T. T R Y. I thought you said D is in David. D then T. T R Y P T O P H A N. Triumphant. Triumphant. Turkey. Yep. Turkey. All right, guys, there you have it. Um, your favorite podcast now fixing to tune out for episode six. We hope you liked it. If you have anything for us, please send it our way because we're eating some silly sandwiches from fast food restaurants, so we're open to suggestions if anyone has them. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, uh, the TikTok, the Instagram, the Facebook, um, the YouTube, although these cameras keep shutting off on me. I don't think we posted a <laughs> we're, single oh, thing. We're going to get it next time. I it's, believe in us. It's going to happen. I'm just going to buy a camcorder off of the Amazon. Yeah. See if we can make it work. All right, join us again next week. Don't forget, every Monday at midnight, our new podcast release. Uh, so we look forward to episode four coming out in seven days. Well, actually, you're not getting this to April. So I don't know. <laughs> look forward to something. I'm Jacob, that's Patrick, and that's Caleb. We are Earn Your Snacks. Thanks for listening. I've got nipples. Can you milk me?